And now, your prayer intentions with author Peter and Jimmy. Hello and welcome to another edition of Your Prayer Intentions. We're very happy to spend the next half hour as we talk together and pray together for your prayer intentions. I do want to note that it is especially pleasurable to know that we are back on the air. I know that for last week's show we were back on the air as well, but at the time I recorded it, I was not aware of it. So it's very nice to know that we're back on the air and we hope to stay on the air barring any kind of disaster, which is what put us off the air the first time. I want to, before we even start, ask you to include in our prayers, this is obviously one of our prayer intentions, but I would ask you to include in your prayer intentions a special prayer for our primary engineer who had a uh, heart attack during one of the installs of the equipment before we got our replacement stuff. There was a lot going on. And we're, you know, we're very happy to be back up again. A lot, as I said, a lot going on. A lot that was, was tough for us. But we were able to get the things back up. Finally got our parts and finally got them installed. So we will be on the air, hopefully, for a very, 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 very long time. But we ask you to please pray for our engineer, who has done so much for us over the years. And... It was has not been well from that. So please offer some prayers for him, even besides the prayers that we will pray for him today, obviously. All right. Now, this week, we will be praying and talking about the uh, current gospel readings. And as I've mentioned, we've been doing that now every week. I know you've missed a couple. I should point out, any shows that you missed because of the station being off the air, you can go to the website at wqphradio.org and you'll be able to listen to the past shows that you've missed. In fact, we have podcasts of our shows all over the place. And of course, if any other time, either because you don't have access to a radio or if something goes wrong, we will continue to stream. So you can always listen. If you have access to the internet, you always have access to WQPH which is an important thing to know and remember. So never forget that we are on the air, even if the signal ever gets messed up as it did last time because of an equipment failure, because of the storm. You can always listen to WQPH through the live stream at the website. So never forget that. Well, anyways, this week's gospel is the Transfiguration. And the Transfiguration, of course, one of the seminal events in uh, Christian history. And the Transfiguration, it's, as I said, a very key event. And how do I say this? The uh, It's not normally a Sunday feast, so to speak. But it's a feast that happened to fall on a Sunday this year. Normally, this would be a weekday feast. But we're very fortunate that instead of the ordinary time, we are able to pray with the Feast of the Transfiguration. And the Gospel reading for the Transfiguration, it's it's very important. We, and how do I say this? Why it's important? People might wonder why it's so important. And my thought is it is so important 
because it's one of the events that confirms the divinity of Christ. When we talk an awful lot about Christ, humanity, the various things, you know, the healings, the uh, and the like, but the transfiguration is seminal in that it's not just a question of a miracle. It's a question of a direct encounter with God. And the first reading from this week is from Daniel. And I'm going to do that first reading as well. And in fact, I'm going to do all the readings, and I want to talk about this a little bit. This is the first reading. This is Daniel chapter 7, verses 9 to 10 and 13 and 14. And Daniel's talking about his vision. As I watched, thrones were set up, and the Ancient One took his throne. His clothing was bright as snow, and the hair on his head white as wool. His throne was flames of fire with wheels of burning fire. A surging stream of fire flowed out from where he sat. Thousands upon thousands were ministering to him, and myrads upon myrads attended him. The court was convened, and the books were opened. As the visions during the night continued, I saw one like a son of man coming on the clouds of heaven. When he reached the Ancient One and was presented to him, the one like a son of man received dominion, glory, and kingship. All peoples, nations, and languages serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that shall not be taken away. His kingship will not be destroyed. Now the second reading is from the second letter of Peter. And this is significant when you consider the transfiguration. Beloved, we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we had been eyewitnesses to his, of his majesty, for he received honor and glory from God the Father. When that unique declaration came from him from the majestic glory, this is my son, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice come from heaven while we were with him on the holy mountain. Moreover, we possess the prophetic message that is altogether reliable. You will do well to be attentive to it as a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star raises your heart. So the second reading from the letter of, second letter of Peter refers to the transfiguration and then the gospel from, from Matthew. Jesus took Peter, James, and his brother John and led them up to a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, conversing with him. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud cast a shadow over them. From the cloud a voice came that said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell prostrate and were very much afraid. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise and do not be afraid. And when the disciples raised their eyes, they saw no one else but Jesus alone. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus charged them, Do not tell the vision to anyone until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. And you might wonder, why would Jesus tell them not to mention this? And the reason is because it confirms his divinity. That would be bluntly saying that Jesus is not only the Messiah, he is God and the Son of God. And for some people, remember the Jews were the most stubborn monotheists of their time. 
The idea of having just a single God, a single Godhead, was an amazing thing. It was a great exception for the peoples of that age. It would have been too much for many of them. But when Christ was risen from the dead, once they saw that, it's something they would be able to handle better. But more important than that, it also reminds us of something. And what it reminds me of specifically is Moses with the children of Israel. And I'm almost a little bit surprised that the reading is from Daniel rather than the Moses uh, reading. And the reason why I say I'm a little bit surprised is because this is a direct encounter with God. In the second reading, Peter says, you know, we're not telling you myths. I'm telling you things that we actually saw. I was there. I heard it. And one of the things that, and this gets lost sometimes, because we've seen Charlton Heston in the Ten Commandments so many times, people sometimes do not pay attention to the actual scripture. And in the actual scripture, God comes before the people of Israel. Moses makes it a point. God says, I am going to appear to them. Have them come, have them get ready. I am going to be there. You know, they'll be able to encounter me. And then it will no longer be a question of, oh, this is what, you know, this is passed down, this is just this, this is something passed down. The people will have seen God. And then they will be able to say this to their children. I saw God. And they will pass it down to their children. You, you wonder, sometimes people wonder, how is it that of the ancient people, the only ancient people that have really survived intact from the time of Christ are the ancient Jews. The Jews have survived intact, scattered maybe, but intact. Now, of course, part of that is being, you know, the chosen ones of God being protected by God. But part of that is because you had God actually appearing to them. They saw it. They knew. Now, sometimes knowing is hard. For some people, faith is more than enough. For other people, they have to know. And knowing is very difficult in the sense that if you have faith, and just faith alone, without knowledge, there are things you can bear, there are things you can assume. But when you know, it becomes just something that has to be done. It becomes something that you can't give a small account to, you can't, you can't make an excuse. When you know something is true, when you know something is, there's simply no point in debating it, there's no point in stalling about it, there's no point in anything. And that's why many times the teachers or priests will be judged more difficultly than the average person. Because as teachers, the responsibility is greater. And for those who know, it can be a very hard thing. Because it becomes less of a wonder 
then it becomes a reality and a reality that you have that you deal with. And that's why, in a sense, Peter's denial was so huge. Because again, Peter was there. Peter knew. Remember where Peter says, "You are the Christ, the Son of the Living God." And Peter says, in the, even in that uh, second reading, "I was there. I saw it." Peter knew that Jesus was God. Peter knew. He had heard the voice of God. He had seen Moses and Elijah. And yet he still was afraid. And when confronted after Jesus was arrested, I don't know him. I don't know what you're talking about. Never seen him. This Jesus guy never heard of him. Now, this is a hard thing, and we might judge Peter harshly over that because he gave in to his fears. But it's also a comfort in one respect in that if Peter, who made the declaration, you are the son of the living God, who heard God directly, who saw Moses and Elijah with Jesus, still had day, times of weaknesses, still had to deal with these weaknesses. Will we not have that same issue? Will we not have to deal with these weaknesses? Will we not have our moments of doubt? Will we not have our moments where we just don't follow through the way we know we should? And Christ forgave him. Remember Christ saying to him, You're going to, Satan's going to sift you, but when you recover, I'll need you to take care of my people. And then, just like with the three denials in the Gospel of John, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? The three, yes, Lord, I know I love you. You know I love you. And the three times he's given the responsibility. So the transfiguration is important for several reasons. It reinforces the Godhead of Jesus. You can't just put him down as a historical figure. You can't just put him down as a philosophical leader. The transfiguration establishes Christ's Godhead. Anyone who tries to say that Jesus Christ is not the Son of God and is not God is selling you a bill of goods. And any person who's not willing to say it, not willing to say bluntly, Jesus Christ, Son of God, don't trust them, especially if they claim to be Catholic. I remember years ago there was a Catholic group. They were basically pushing mortal sin. And I confronted them with it online and said, bluntly, all right, let's make it simple. You say you're Catholic, Jesus Christ, Son of God, true or false, and they wouldn't answer. They could not bring themselves to say, and they claimed to be Catholic. They even had priests speaking at their events. They did not, would not, could not bear to say in public that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Jesus does not give us the choice to put him down as a, this, just this historical figure who lived a long time ago and said nice things. We cannot put him down as the comic author of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Douglas Adams, referred to it as a person who said that it would be a good idea just to be nice to folks. We don't, he does not give us this choice. And the transfiguration is the confirmation that that choice is not op an option to us. 
we can acknowledge him as God or we cannot. Because if he's not God, then this is all a lie. And we know it's not a lie. But that's what it has to be if you're playing that game. You can't play that game. God does not give us that choice. Christ does not give us that choice. So we have to make the decision. We have to make the decision to worship. We have to make the decision to say, we are all in on this. And as I said, there'll be times when we'll be weak like Peter was later on. But God will be there for us. But the transfiguration, like the encounter with, of the children of Israel with God, is the confirmation of what Christ is. And the declaration before the three great apostles, Peter, James, and John, that this who God is. And this who, is who Christ is. May we always remember, even as we remember the humility of Christ, may we always remember the kingship of Christ and the deity of Christ. It comes in one package. And you can't throw away bits and pieces of it. Now let's get to our prayer request. We have a prayer request, as we mentioned, for the, our engineer who was ill. We have a prayer request for Deborah, who was recently hospitalized. Prayer request for a young lady about to get married. In fact, I believe she's getting married this weekend, that you're hearing this. We have a prayer request for a gentleman having issues with his job. Have a prayer request for a person who just had a birthday. Happy birthday to her. We have a prayer request for the two Marianne's, which is one of our standard prayer requests. And the Marianne New York asks for prayers for her mother. We're happy to do that. We have our standing prayer request for the intentions of the Dominican Sisters of St. Cecilia, for the local priests and deacons of this area, for all the donors to WQPH. And thank you so much, donors to WQPH, because it's through your donations that we're able to buy the equipment to get back on the air. Without your donations, that doesn't happen. So thank you so much. And of course, for Nancy and for Mary and for Jake. And I believe I mentioned Lisa, who's been having health issues, and her daughter, who's also having health issues. Prayer requests for a family that just recently lost a uh, grandparent. And let's pray for all those Catholics, especially, who forget the deification of Christ. And because it's the transformation of the mount, on the mount, let's pray the fourth mystery of light, which is the transfiguration. And we were going to pray this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The fourth mystery of light is the transfiguration on the mount. We offer thee, Lord Jesus, this ninth decade on the light, transfiguration on the mount. And we ask of thee through this mystery, and through the intercession of thy Holy Mother, to be transfigured into the Christians, that you wish us to be. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, for the grace of the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, for the grace of the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for sinners now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, for the grace of the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for sinners now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for sinners now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for sinners now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls into heaven, especially those who are most in need of thy mercy. May the grace and mystery of the transfiguration of the mount on the mount come down to our souls. Amen. And now for those doing the indulgence calendar. A prayer for the intentions of the Holy Father. Glory be to the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, a world without end. Amen. Hail Mary, for the grace of the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the day of battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke whom we humbly pray and do thou open to the heavenly host. By the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. And we pray this in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now I'm going to go right to the closing prayer, then a quick announcement. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God of mercy, as we reach out to those seeking you, send forth your Holy Spirit upon this show, upon this station, upon all the stations who carry us, and upon all those who listen to renew us in faith. Enable us to share the good news of the gospel with loving words and caring deeds, so that those who have drifted away may be drawn to your church and follow the way of your Son, Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the light. We make our prayer through Jesus Christ our Lord, and we pray this in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, I want to mention that next week, next Saturday, August 12th, at noon, there will be a presentation on the devotion to the Holy Face of Jesus presented by Father Lawrence Connie, who is the missionary priest of Wichita, Kansas. That's going to be at 333 Mechanic Street, Fitchburg, Massachusetts. He's actually going to be making several other appearances on the 17th and 19th in Peabody at St. Adele's and then at the Carmelite Chapel, and on the 20th at St. Joseph's Social Center in Medford, and there'll be some other pop-up events that he will be at. If you want more information on that, send your contact info to 617-459-8735, and when the pop-up events come back up, you will be informed of them. Now, there's also going to be uh, veneration and Holy Face books and medals available to purchase at the end of these events. And again, there's, there'll be announcements during the week. We've recorded some announcements for more details. But I want to make sure you knew about it. We mentioned it at least one time on the show. So that's all the time we have till next week. This is Peter and Jemmy, author of Hail Mary, the Perfect Protestant and Catholic Prayer, saying goodbye, and God bless you all. Great to be back.
You're listening to WQPH 89.3 FM, Shirley Fitchburg. And now a word from author Peter and Jimmy, who is the host of Your Prayer Intentions, taking place every Saturday at 12.30 p.m. Whether you're donating money or giving us prayers, without you, we don't go on. And if you do want to help us go on, please consider going to WQPHradio.org. There's a donate button there. You can give once, you can give monthly, and it makes a difference. It keeps all of our shows, and we have a great lineup of shows keeps us going and whether you're a fan of uh your prayer intentions whether you like steve's show benedict's hammer sundays at midnight whether you like brother matthew and brother anthony from from the housetops which is on sundays 10 30 a.m and 4 p.m whether you're a fan of the children's rosary which we have every day at 5 p.m seven days a week whether you like our local matter show which is saturday at 11 or talk catholic which comes right after us at 12.30. Larry's Music Off, Sunday at 11 a.m. We have the Shepherd's Pie, Saturdays at 1 p.m. Or Dan and Tom with the 13th Apostle, which comes just before us at 11.30. Any of those shows and all the stuff you donate, you help these things come out. But what's also at the WQPH website, in addition to podcasts of our shows, is the prayer wall. Right on the prayer wall, support WQPH and get WQPH 24 hours a day, 7 days a week on WQPHradio.org. On the WQPH 89.3 FM community calendar, come venerate the relic of the most holy face of Jesus and meet Father Lawrence Carney, the missionary priest of Wichita, Kansas, who will be making the presentation on the subject. The current schedule is starting on August 15th, which is a Tuesday at 6 p.m. at the Lazarus Center for Healing Shrine, 47 Butler Ave in Wakefield, Massachusetts. The next day, on Wednesday, August 16th, He'll be at St. Mary of the Assumption at 420 High Street in Dedham, Massachusetts. The day after that, on Thursday, August 17th, he'll be at St. Adele's at 708 Lowell Street in Peabody, Mass. On August 19th, which is a Saturday, after the 12 p.m. Mass, he'll be at the Camelot Chantable in the North Shore Mall at 210 Andover Street in Peabody, Mass. And finally, on August 20th, after the 10 a.m. Mass, that's a Sunday, He'll be at the St. Joseph's Social Center, which is the building to the right of St. Joseph's Church, 118 High Street in Medford, Massachusetts. There may be more days to come if you want to be informed of pop-up events that may jump in. You can send your contact info to 617-459-8735. There will be autographed books and Holy Face medals available, although that'll be a limited amount. The previously reported event in Fitchburg on August 12th has been canceled. Again, the schedule, August 15th, 6 p.m., Wakefield, Massachusetts, Lawrence Center for Healing, 16th, St. Mary of the Assumption in Dedham, Massachusetts, 17th at 7 p.m. at St. Adele's in Peabody, Mass., August 19th after the noon mass at the Carmelite Chantel in the North Shore Mall in Peabody. And on August 20th at the St. Joseph Social Center after the 10 a.m. mass, High Street in Medford. This has been the WQPH 89.3 FM Community Calendar. This is Peter and Jemmy, host of Your Prayer Intentions, every Saturday here on 89.3 WQPH Shirley Fitchburg. Do you have a prayer request that you'd like me to pray for or perhaps the whole community? Well, include that prayer request in an email. Specify if you want it on air or off, and email that prayer request to WQPH893 at Comcast.net. Let me repeat that. 
It's WQPH893 at Comcast.net. And we will pray for you. If you have an urgent request that you're looking for immediate prayer, tweet me directly at the Tech Guy blog on Twitter or the Tech Guy blog on Gab. God bless you.